Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues opened up their season at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets this past Saturday and got out of there with a dominant 5-2 victory. Lots of goals, lots of action, lots of reactions and news to cover. I'm going to be breaking down every reaction from the game, all my thoughts, all my takeaways here on today's episode of the Locked On Blues podcast. Should be a good one. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, as always, Josh Hyman, and got a really fun episode for you guys today. If this is your first time joining the show, thanks for showing up. It's a good time to join. The regular season just kicked off, and the Blues won their first game 5-2. to two. Get on the hype train while it's just leaving the station, because man, the Blues look good this year. Um... I'm excited to talk about it. If you're coming back to the show, not your first time, thanks for making Lockdown Blues your first listen. Don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. It's completely free everywhere. Also, subscribe on YouTube. We are just a few away from 500. I'm going to check here. I'm going to get a live count. I know we were pretty close. I haven't checked since Friday. Um, yeah, we are six away from 500 subscribers. So every every subscription means a lot. It helps me, you know, create an even better show for you guys, etc., etc. Without further ado, though, let's just jump into it. Let's jump into the game. Um, man, did it take a while. The regular season kicked off October 7th for some teams. You know, they had the European games. Uh, and then October 11th, it kicked off for the rest of the league, not named the St. Louis Blues. Um, we went a, an agonizing eight days between the first regular season game and the first St. Louis Blues game, but man, was it worth the wait. Uh, the, the arena was buzzing the second that the feed cut in, and John Kelly and Darren Panger's voice reached my ears. It was just like, oh, it's good to be back. You know, it felt like we hadn't missed a beat. Um, I was excited. Uh, man, you know, nothing, it, it's hard to It's hard to remember how much hockey gets your heart rate going, even in the regular season until you're watching a game. I was getting nervous and anxious before puck drop, and then during the game, I swear I don't think I dipped below 100 beats per minute. Um, it was so fun just just having hockey back. Like Before we even get into the game, can we just, just, just take a minute to appreciate Blues hockey and how much fun it is? Um, just hockey in general, the NHL in general, it's just such a fun sport to watch. So fast-paced, so exciting. Uh, so much effort, blah blah blah, and you know, you, they say you don't, you don't, you don't know what you have till it's gone. It's like, man, I missed hockey, and just, just right from the opening puck drop, it was like right back into game mode. It was like I didn't, you know, felt like it was the middle of the regular season, middle of the playoffs. It was like, oh yeah, this, that's right. This, this is what, it, this is what it's like, uh, and it helps that the Blues have a pretty much identical team to last year, um, apart from a few names here and there. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 get into the game. Um, Puck drop, teams start playing, Blues start out hot early, um, put a lot of pressure on Columbus, uh, doesn't really translate into much initially, 
They end up going on the power play pretty early into the game, and that's the big first question is the St. Louis Blues were top five in both power play and penalty kill last season. Can they uh, can they repeat that success this year? And Pavel Butnevich said, mm, I think we can. Scoring on a beautiful one-time goal from Tori Krug. Tori Krug with a beautiful pass across, and then Pavel Butchnevich with an absolute rocket into the top corner. Um, and man, that 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 goal had me going crazy. It's 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 always the first goal of the season that gets you. That that just it just hits different, you know. That that first reaction, you know, jumping up out of your seat impulsively, like can't even control your legs. At least for me, it's just an immediate standing up, throwing my arms in the air. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. That's that's what watching your team score a goal feels like. Um, and that was a great way to start. It's just an absolute rocket from Pavel Buchnevich. Um, fun fact: I was doing some research. For some reason, I had an inkling that maybe Pavel Buchnevich scored the first goal for the St. Louis Blues last year in last year's regular season, but it was not him. I'm going to give you guys five seconds to guess. Who scored the first goal of the regular season for the St. Louis Blues last year? All right, pencils down. Time's up. It was Oscar Sunkfist. Miss that guy. Miss Sonny. Hope he's doing well. I did see David Perron got himself a goal in Detroit. That was hard to watch. Um, speaking of former Blues that now play for the Detroit Red Wings. Um, but yeah, Buchnevich opens up the season with a beautiful power play goal. Um, wasn't my pick for first goal of the season. I think I picked, I don't think I ever made my pick officially, but I think my first goal of the season pick was Jordan Cairo. Didn't come to fruition. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit later. Don't worry. All good things. This episode is all positive all the time. Um, and yeah, the rest of the first period, honestly, was pretty back and forth. The Blues looked good at times. The Blues had some dominant stretches, but so did Columbus. Bennington looked really, really sharp in that first period, which was very encouraging to see. I've talked about how the whole season really hinges on him uh, and his success and whether or not he can prove to be a full-time starting caliber goaltender. And he very much looked like that in the first period of game one of the regular season. Gave me a lot to be excited about, a lot to be happy about um, there. And the first period ended, I believe the Blues were getting outshot at that point. Um, let me check. I know that Columbus definitely put a little bit of pressure on St. Louis there towards the end. But um, overall, it was pretty back and forth. I think, like I said, I think the Blues got outshot in that first period. Um, but I might be wrong. Uh, I can't find the, the stat immediately. So I'm just going to just gonna roll with it. Um, but yeah, first period ends. Blues have a one nothing lead. You gotta feel pretty good about that. You know, you can't you can't complain over after a one nothing lead. You know, leading after the first period of your season, and the Blues look really sharp. You know, offense looked good, defense looked good, goaltending looked good. Um, but yeah, before we jump into the recap of the second and third period, uh, and then also my overall takeaways from the game, I want to tell you guys about a new sponsor, uh, at least for me on this channel, and that is Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Now, here's why I love it. If you live in a house, you know, I know, large demographic there. Bumps in the night are scary, whether it's a stick outside, an animal, or God forbid, a person. Uh, but when you have Simply Safe, it, it gives you that sense of ease. You know, you know that you're protected. With 24/7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agent call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. 
Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every single room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. So it's not just home security, it's complete home safety. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. You can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan. And plus, you get your first month free when you visit simplysafe.com slash NHL. So visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. And I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. Okay, so first period's in the books. The Blues come back with a one nothing lead, and then the second period happens. And something, a theme that I'm going to get into is the Blues this season look shockingly similar to the Blues last season, and second period struggles are included. Uh, second period was a little scary um, for about 18 seconds. Uh, well, not for 18 seconds, but especially in a group of 18 seconds. And I'll get into that in a little bit. If you saw the game, you obviously know what I'm talking about. If you didn't see the game, you probably also know what I'm talking about because, like, Come on. Um, But the Russian goal train continues as Vladimir Tarasenko gets himself a goal just a minute and four seconds into the period. And man, did did he look pumped to score it. I've said that Tarasenko is going for 40 this season. um, And I really do maintain that. Um, He looks like a man on a mission this year, whether that mission is to prove to the St. Louis Blues that that he is a capable player and should be re-signed or he wants to get a bag on his next contract or whatever it may be he looks hungry um that first goal was absolutely beautiful uh great 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 passing from the st louis blues robert thomas to justin falk and then justin falk finds Vladimir tarasenko who is just incredibly patient waits out the goaltender and then finds the smallest little window to put the puck in and scores a goal to double the blues lead to two but it did not last long as Gustav Nyquist scored to make it 2-1 on a kind of a fluke play. Uh, wrist shot comes in, hits Colton Pareko right in the nose. So first of all, right there, the puck's bouncing out of control. You know, Jordan Binnington is expecting the puck to go on net. It hits Colton Pareko in the nose. All of a sudden, he's out of position, and Pareko's down, leaking blood. Gustav Nyquist picks up the loose puck, fires it past Binnington. You can't really be too upset about that one. As much as it was frustrating, it was definitely a fluky goal. Um... But what got me actually upset was 18 seconds later when the Blues gave up a little bit of an odd man rush sort of thing and Sean Corrali slides a pretty weak goal past Jordan Bennington to tie the game at two and just like that in the span of 18 seconds, your 2 nothing lead has evaporated. Columbus has all the momentum in the world. They are ready to go. They just scored two goals in 18 seconds. They feel like they can score whenever they want. I was a little nervous there. I was like, oh boy, if we're watching a team that can that can blow two goal leads in 18 seconds, like the worst of the Blues that we saw last year, it might be a long season. Um, I was worried that it would hurt Jordan Bennington's confidence. I was worried it would take the wind out of the team's sails. It would sort of shock the home crowd. And it definitely did for a little bit. I think the crowd went quiet for a little bit there. Uh, rest of the second period goes on and Columbus kind of looks like the better team. I'm not saying they are the better team, but... 
they once again i think put a little bit more pressure on them the blues the blues did have some good spurts of pressure but it wasn't anything super extended it didn't really feel like they were doing the classic blues hockey thing of wearing the blue jackets out it did feel like they were overpassing a tiny bit at times um and i even said that but you know as we all know i ate my words later as they kind of figured out that whole overpassing thing and turned it into some spectacular goals but for the rest of that second period it definitely felt like the blues were on their heels a little bit but the good thing is they weathered the storm uh, Columbus, like I said, had all the momentum in the world, had every thought that they were going to win the game. And the Blues did a really, really good job of keeping them off the board for the rest of that second period. And Jordan Bennington did a really, really good job of keeping them off the board in the second period. He wasn't like tested with any spectacular saves or two-on-ones. or I think there was like one or two breakaways in the game. I'm not sure what period they were. But not just in the second period. Throughout the night, Jordan Bennington didn't face a ton of high-danger scoring chances. Uh, but he was very, very steady very, very confident. Um, His rebound control was a little shaky early, but he definitely got that under control later in the game. Still something I would like to see him get better at um, in this season, just because there were times when there was a lot of loose change in the front of the net that probably shouldn't have been there. Um, One side note, though, now that we're talking about Jordan Bennington, his puck play behind the net is so good this season in, in this game. I know it's always been really good, but he was making some ridiculous passes and he would have times where he was behind the net with the puck and there would be Blue Jackets players coming in on both sides and he would somehow just sit, stand there calmly and then thread the needle and perform a perfect breakout pass. So huge, huge underrated aspect of Jordan Bennington's game. I remember back when the Blues would play prime Pecorine, it was always so frustrating because whenever the Blues would try to dump the puck in, Pecorine would just be there to stop it. And Jordan Bennington is getting to that level of puck play. He is so, so good at that and got to frustrate the heck out of teams when they're trying to run dump and chases and he's back there you know, playing the puck and making these pinpoint passes, threading the needle, etc. Um, but he was very steady in this game, and I'll talk about it a little bit more later in my like my final takeaways, but really happy with Jordan Bennington's play um, throughout the rest of that second period. Now the third period starts, and I'm crossing my fingers. I'm like, please don't, please don't let me end the night disappointed. Please don't let the Blue Jackets, you know, continue to play better in this period and just escape with a 3-2 to two win in a game that they really shouldn't have won. Um and the Blues defense did a good job of making sure that didn't happen. Early in the third period, it was very back and forth um, before the Blues really just took over the game later in the third period. And that happened with a little less than 10 minutes to go in the period as the third Russian of the night collected his goal. The first three goals of the Blues season were from Russians as Ivan Barbashev scored a beautiful wrist shot goal from Braden Shen and Pavel Buchnevich. Good passing, like I said earlier overpassing at times but it led to some really good scoring chances when they kind of figured out when to shoot Uh, and this was a prime example lots of good passing gets the columbus netminder moving across the grain barbashev just waits him out and fires the puck into the wide open side to put the blues up three to two and god that was a huge 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 relief um as a fan because it was like okay they got a lead again don't really feel like they're gonna blow it and they didn't spoiler alert they didn't um, just 20 seconds after that, Jake Neighbors, the rookie, the Calder Trophy dark horse, friend of the pod, State Farm Jake scores a beautiful, I know I've used that word a lot, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of beauty in this Blues game, okay? <laughs> he scores an absolute highlight reel goal for his second career NHL goal. Um, he dekes past the defender waits out the goalie on his backhand and just fires it into the open net and he reacted like 
Well, he reacted like someone who just scored their second NHL goal. Uh, he was psyched. The crowd went nuts. You know, it was so nice to see after the Blues gave up two goals in 18 seconds earlier that they're like, hey, we, we can do that too. We can score two goals in a little more than 18 seconds, but still. Um, so that was great to see. And at that point, it was like, it was like I was losing my mind. My, I was upstairs. My family comes upstairs like, what? what the heck? I thought you were watching a hockey game. Why are you yelling so loud? I'm like, oh, my bad. Uh, Jake Neighbors doing Jake Neighbors things. But it was great stuff to see there. And the Blues really just didn't look back after that point. Um, played a really strong rest of the third period. Everyone was solid. Uh, and then Vladimir Tarasenko scored maybe the one of the easiest goals of his career. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets are getting ready to pull their goalie. They turn the puck over in the neutral zone. Tarasenko walks in and fires a 60, 75% power wrist shot from almost a blue line and just goalie isn't ready um gets past him 5-2 blues that's all she wrote spectacular game all around four and a half stars minus half a star for that one flurry in the second period but other than that they looked pretty much perfect in terms of what it takes to be a good hockey team with their current roster so that being said in this upcoming third and final segment, I'm going to give you my overall takeaways from the Blue season, what they can build upon, and hopefully what they can iron out moving forward. Should be a fun segment. Make sure you stay tuned. All right. So, what are the takeaways? Tarasenko had two goals. Pavel Buchnevich was the first star of the night. So much, so much good came from that game. Let's look at the points here. Nick Letty got himself an assist. Love to see that. Braden Shen got himself two assists. He looked very healthy, very quick. He looked like he kind of had another gear to him um, since recovering from all those injuries he was dealing with last year. I'm just going through the, I'm just going through name by name here. I got something to say about pretty much everyone. Torbchenko, uh, he got the, the game puck at the end of the game from Ryan O'Reilly. Obviously, he battled back through injury and was very, very physical last night. Or not last night. Um, Saturday night, he, had, he led the team. Oh, no, he didn't lead the team. He was second on the team in five with five hits um very very physical played his role very well robert thomas got himself an assist his passing looked as crisp as ever brendan Saad played his role well jordan Cairo didn't get himself on the board but he definitely looked like he had he he reached another tier this past offseason he looked even faster even quicker even more decisive the points will come i'm not worried about him staying off the board nathan walker robert bertuzzo Played their roles perfectly. I know it's like, what the heck are you naming those two for? They're they're next to each other on the on the lineup sheet. Apologies. It's weird. But they both played their role well. Nathan Walker was everywhere. Robert Bortuzzo was steady. Tory Crew got himself an assist, looking like an absolute demon quarterbacking the power play, as always. Ivan Barbashev got himself a goal, looking like his 20-plus goal season last year. Might not have been a fluke. Nolan Shari, the fourth line was the one area that I was a little bit disappointed in. I think they, they looked a little bit lost at times, but Nolan Shari did lead the team with six hits, so seems like he's a good addition there. Colton Pareko looked like a number one defenseman at times last night, which is what you need out of him. He was very, very, very solid defensively, and he was much more willing to shoot the puck. That's one thing I noticed out of Colton Pareko. He was just teeing up slap shots left and right. I'm not sure how many uh, shots he finished with. He actually finished with zero, which is hilarious. But um, he got a couple shots blocked, a couple missed the net, you know, classic Colton Pareko fashion. But he looked like he could be a really good defenseman for the Blues this year. Um, Jake Neighbors, what more can you say? He looked like he belonged, looks like he belongs at an NHL level. He does not look like someone who was playing in their 10th NHL game. He looked like someone who's been up there for at least a season. Very, very confident. Um 
good at creating opportunities for himself and others, and of course scored that amazing goal um, to pretty much seal the deal for the St. Louis Blues. Justin Falk looked like the Blues' best defenseman, got an assist, played spectacular defense. Overall, love Justin Falk's game. Nico Mikula looked great on the third pairing, um, was big, was physical, had a couple turnovers that weren't great, but other than that, played his role well. Ryan O'Reilly, everything you needed out of him. He won a lot of face-offs. He played great defense, made life difficult for opposing teams in the, in the offensive zone, um, and created plays. No points, but those points will come. And then Vladimir Tarasenko, what more can you say? He had two goals. He's going for 40 this year. Um, he looked really, really good. He looked like he's obviously fully healthy. No no problem with the with the injury. He was It was beyond just the goal scoring, or the injury history, I should say. It was beyond just the goal scoring. You know, he was obviously a plus two. He had four shots on goal. He had himself a hit. Um, he was great. I was really happy with Adam Tarasenko. And then Jordan Binnington. Here's why I'm even happier about Jordan Binnington than I would have been if he got a shutout. And you're like, what the heck? That makes no sense. Uh, Jordan Binnington gives up two goals in 18 seconds. Uh, Jordan Binnington of old, or the worst of Jordan Binnington we've seen, he would, that would crush him. He would give up another goal within a few minutes. All of a sudden it's three goals in a few minutes and, you know, you gotta, you gotta pull him. You gotta put Thomas, excuse me, Thomas Grison. I don't think they would have pulled Jordan Bennington in the season opener. Obviously we didn't have to find out, but the worst of Jordan Bennington we've seen is his confidence is very fragile and giving up two goals in 18 seconds could have been a death sentence for not just the Blues, but Bennington especially. Uh, starting off the season on that note is very, very difficult. You know, you never want to give up two goals that quickly, especially the second one you probably felt like he could have made a stop on. Um, but it did not rattle him. It did not phase him. He continued to be solid for the rest of the game. You know, he 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 pitched a shutout for 19 minutes and 42 seconds. It was just that two goals, two two shot span, back to back shots. I'm pretty sure where he faltered a little bit. Um, but other than that, he was perfect. His rebound control improved. Like I said, his puck play behind the net was close to the best in the NHL in terms of goaltenders, um, and he was steady. He gave the Blues a chance to win. And when you have an offense as high-powered as St. Louis's, all you need to do is give the team a chance to win most nights because, as the broadcast noted, the St. Louis Blues did not get shut out a single time last season. Um, they have a great offense. If you just play a play your game as a goalie, you know, give up two goals, sometimes three, God forbid sometimes four, you can still win those games when you have an offense as talented as the St. Louis Blues. I loved what I saw out of night one for the Blues. Uh, I cannot wait to see how they build on it. Their next game is unfortunately not until Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central against the Seattle Kraken. So I think we will finally see Jaden Schwartz um, play against the Blues. Um, I don't think we got, we, we, we might've seen that last year. He might not have played in St. Louis. I don't remember. Um, I think they're a little bit better of a team this year. You know, they have some good youth that, I, that I'm excited to watch. Um, that should be a fun game. But that being said, that is all the time I have for you guys today on the very first post game reaction episode of the season. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to me on. Leave a review if you're feeling so kind. If it's nice, if it's mean, I don't know. I like constructive criticism. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel at Locked On Blues. Hit that notification bell. That way, whenever I upload a new video, you'll be the first to know. Leave a comment. I interact with pretty much every comment. I read every comment. I can promise you that. Um, so yeah, definitely leave a comment if you have any ideas for a future show, or you just have a comment. You think I'm an idiot. You think I, you know, what the heck? How could you think that about this player? You dummy. Let me know in the comments. I, I like I said, constructive criticism. It's great. 
Uh, no such thing as bad publicity. Um, well, God, that could be a, that could be a soundbite someday. Um, anyways, that being said, thank you all so much for listening to the show. I'm so, so excited that Blues Hockey is back. Look forward to plenty more episodes coming out moving forward. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.